Hi, welcome to my very first podcast. This will be a series of podcasts under the umbrella of my business, I Listen. Um, so my first, for my very first podcast, I wanted to um, share my story. Um, but for those who know me, I'm, I'm not a writer, so I wasn't interested in actually doing um, a blog. Um, and I didn't want to focus on me in, in, in video blogs. So uh, I decided that podcasts would be best because I work better when someone asks me the questions, which is why I have my dear friend, Madeline Ingram here today, my journalist friend. And uh, yes, I'm so happy that you're here today to interview me. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Melida, for giving me the chance to do the first podcast with her uh, and uh, for trusting me, first of all, right? Because that's a, a big responsibility. And uh, I know Melida for, for, for a few years right now. And uh, Melida Corpus is uh, just uh, a wonderful dear friend, but also <laughs> recently an entrepreneur, which makes me really proud in my quality of a friend. But also, I would like to know more about, first of all, who's Melida for the ones that do not, don't know you, okay. and um, uh, how, how in the world have you got in the first place in this kind of business? Okay, <laughs> well, that's long-winded, actually. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell a little bit about my story. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm obviously uh, an immigrant. I'm from the Philippines. I was born in the Philippines. Uh, but I came to Canada when I was a baby. Mm -hmm. We moved to uh, uh, the Northwest Territories from the hot Philippines to the, oh, the wow. winter. Yes, yeah. That's a challenge. <laughs> yes, yes. At, at least from the geographical point of view and the climate point of view, right? Yes, yes. Uh, but being so young, it didn't really uh, affect me as much as my parents did, you know. Um, and I, I, I grew to love the, the town that we lived in, Pine Point, Northwest Territories. Um, I learned to become a figure skater there. That was my passion. Um, and of course I have three brothers, so we were all active in the winter sports, so it was great. Um, but yeah, we were there for a short time because my father had passed away. Um, he's still buried up in the Northwest Territories. Um, and then my mom became a single, single mother. Uh, we moved back to the Philippines um, just for her to, to, to have that period of grieving. And figure out what she was going to do with four children uh, one of them being um, my youngest brother two years old he was a baby still so I took on the role of helping my mother be kind of be a second mother to my my little brother um, we eventually moved back to uh, northern Alberta and uh, yeah so from there I I moved to Edmonton and my life started you know working in many careers uh, working for for people um, because that's what I knew um, and yeah eventually I'm, I, I moved to Calgary and then then I came back here to to Edmonton and uh, I have a wonderful life now with with my son and um, Asia you know who's part of our family and taking care of my mother and my grandmother so that's my family right now. <laughs> well, when I met Melida, that's important to say, eh? I met her uh, through a very dear friend of ours, and they worked together at that time. So. Hi, Petro. <laughs> Hello. Hi. 
And um, Melida was the, the first image of, uh, uh, I cannot even recall the name of the company, uh, Rainbow? Yes. Right? So yeah. anyhow, um, it's not important. Um, so she was the first image of that company when you would enter the door and she was always smiling and very welcoming and very... <laughs> so obviously uh, we, we shared a lot right together in the last few years. Yes. And I also know that Melida used some kind of... Um, replicate if i can use that word or that verb uh your mother's responsibilities in life right right she remained um single alone with four four children yes, you yeah. are raising almost yeah almost two children yes. on, on your own yes. and uh, sometimes uh, your nephews and yes. nieces yeah. and uh so you're also raising uh children so you are a single mother yes. and you've always been a single mother by yeah. choice yeah and that's important to mention <laughs> and um I, I think you're doing a wonderful job Thank you. uh but i'm i'm wondering uh, do you think that actually living in a family with a very strong mother who raised four children on her own impacted you in some way or eventually made you decide that you want to be eventually an owner of a business afterwards or well, that's a very interesting question because uh, I like to think that I, I've inherited some of my mother's traits of being a very independent, strong uh, woman because like in my mother's position, she had to be, right? She had to be strong for four children mm -hmm. in order to, to raise us, mm -hmm. you know, and, and uh, survive, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I think in, in that sense, Becoming a single mother to me just shows that because I'm in that environment, I, 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 she was an example. So I see the example of, you know, maybe not asking for help as much, you know, that my mom didn't do, and um, and just being able to provide uh, for and raising these children, um, and then I'm also teaching them how to be independent, you know, strong-minded um, individuals, right? <laughs> yeah, which is very important. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering after a year or uh, after a lifetime of actually being employed, yes. you decided somehow, sometime, uh, back in uh, uh, 22 or 2021 20, 20, or 2020? Last year, yeah. yeah. Yeah, last year. So 2021, you decided that um, eventually you want to start all over again yeah, yeah. from scratch. Right. So I'm in a year of pandemic, yeah. which yeah. Uh, we know, and we were all affected. And yeah. when people are giving up and they do not know how to adjust to a new reality yeah. or new challenges, you basically decided to uh, turn everything in your favor right. and uh, to start a business. Yeah. So uh, why this switch? Um... I, I actually would like to thank the pandemic in that way. Uh, had the pandemic not happened, uh, I probably would have still been working for someone or, you know, working for someone and not being happy um, mm -hmm. because that's been my history. Uh, um, uh, you know, when it takes its toll on you, you start to think, is, you know, is it me? Um, you know, with all the bad bosses that I've had, I've had, I've had, had a few good ones, but uh, the bad ones seem to stick, right? And so uh, after leaving a company because of a, a situation like that, I always think, well, you know, is, is this, I've always questioned, is this the right decision? Um, but what do I do? And I never thought of being an entrepreneur until actually last year. I had um, 
yeah um let me see let's just go back to the, the covid time so i was actually uh wanting to upgrade skills mm -hmm. uh you know in, in in the sense of you know thinking of going back into the workforce um during the the beginning of the pandemic um but my heart wasn't in it you know i wanted to spend time with my with with the kids with my my family um you know helping my mom take care of my grandmother um, all that was more important to me. Um, so I, I took the time to kind of figure things out on my own during the pandemic, which that's why I'm grateful for it. Um, but yeah, it was last year, you know, I had, I had a situation happen that was, I don't want to say devastating. I just, I, I call it a lesson, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but that lesson, let me tell you, it, it switched me. When it happened, I had, uh, you know, a few days to cry about it or... or May we know? Uh, no, it's yeah, very, no, you yeah, share, yeah, don't. sorry. <laughs> Just share the result, not the yeah, result, the, the result. conclusion. Yeah, the conclusion. Yeah, um, wh when it happened to me, I was devastated, but, uh, I mean, it, it within days after that, I recovered very quickly and mm -hmm. it was, my mindset just switched. Mm -hmm. And and I just said to myself, that's enough. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm going to go on a different path now. But what that path is, I don't know. I'm just mm -hmm. gonna trust the universe, God, whatever. Uh, I'm just gonna trust my instincts. Um, and I went on this journey that uh, made me really look internally. Um, so I spent a lot of time, um, first of all, figuring out, okay, what do the what do those successful people do in life? What are their habits? Mm -hmm. uh, and so one of them was um, meditation. Mm -hmm. So I started to meditate. Mm -hmm. um, and then the other one was, you know, how, how can I make myself a better person, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're all human. We make mistakes. And I, I carry those mistakes with me maybe too hard in the past. Um, so in order to move forward, I decided to, to take a bunch of, you know, just... Uh, self-development uh, stuff you know mm -hmm. like Tony Robbins there was Peter Sage um, I'm a big fan of the the secrets Rhonda mm -hmm. Byrne um, so all these things I started studying uh, and realizing yeah I could I could create I can change my destiny um, even though I don't know the path um, every step brought me closer right um, so I started to figure out well what what are my passions what do I really, really want to do with my life? So what are your passions, Malida? So the first passion that came to me was I, I get a joy out of helping people. Me and my son, we're, uh, we volunteer at this uh, seniors center. Oh. And every time I volunteer there, I get a sense of fulfillment, of joy. Mm -hmm. And um, so I knew I wanted to do something where I'm helping people. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so anyway, so I, I, I started to do a lot of that, figuring out, you know, mm -hmm. what are my passions and, um, and... So helping people was one of your yeah. passions. Yeah. That you, you work with people when you were employed yeah. in, in companies, yeah. but not at this level. No. And uh, how, how did you find the path? Like helping people means so many things, right? right. Caring about people. Yeah. I don't know, working in a, a yeah. food industry, you care about people, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, being a psychologist, yeah. you care about, right? Yeah. Working in student services, yeah. you, right? So, uh, but still, right? So yeah. how did you find 
So for the ones that are watching uh, the podcast right now, so yeah. your business is called I Listen, yeah. as you <laughs> might see on my yeah. T-shirt, yeah. I Listen. Yes. And um, so basically, listening is your job. Yes. So I'm I'm wondering, first of all, why listening? Okay. So actually, this idea didn't come to me. Uh, it, it was. It came. Uh, it was the idea of a friend who's also an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Denise and Robin. Um, she was actually the one who got me on this entrepreneur path because mm-hmm. uh, I told her my history of, mm-hmm. of you know, bad bosses and yeah. uh, bad work history. Uh, and she says, "For as long as I've known you, Malida, you you're not the type to work for somebody. You you have that personality." To go on your own path and become an entrepreneur and i said okay if you see that then that's then what new to I, me what yeah what yeah you to me what so what do i do so she said uh let me let me let's figure that out let me let me help you so mm-hmm. i did i did my stuff and then she she her husband actually came up with the idea of um becoming a listener to people mm-hmm. and so at first i thought oh i'm not sure about that but let me just write that down and i started to do research and um, you know this this listening business is actually there's only a handful in in the U.S. Mm-hmm. a couple in in Europe, and I thought you know maybe they're onto something and uh, it's on a niche. Yeah, and you found it in a way that yeah. that might align with whatever you're thinking about people. But why listening? Because I'm listening to you, but it, yeah. that's not a business to me. Right? right, right. So the other side of my business too is is wanting to educate people. On how to be better listeners mm-hmm. because in my experience um, and you probably had it too I don't know anyone who's not had this experience um, you know when you're talking mm-hmm. um, in a conversation with somebody um, I've had some so many examples um, I actually had one one lady I met at the years ago at a party she was mm-hmm. a friend of a friend and I'm the type of person person who's pretty authentic so when you ask me a question I answer I respond mm-hmm. you know without even yep. thinking about it right um, and she started to ask, you know, how are you? What do you do? Right. And then somehow we got into, you know, too much information where she was asking about my, my job and my, my finances, but because she was asking it, I was, I was answering. Right. Um, and I knew in my brain, it was like, this is too much, but she's asking me too much. And, and then she started criticizing me and telling me, you know, you should probably save your money or you should. And I was in my twenties then. So I was you know, I was not a very responsible person. I was having fun, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but the fact that this person was already judging me just by that first meeting, really, like I walked away from that conversation feeling crappy about myself. And no one should ever be made to feel like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and so I'm, I ended up meeting this, this really good friend of mine now. He's from the US, James. Hi, James. Thank you so much. Um, we spent hours talking and we're talking like like four or five six hours just talking but the thing with him was at the end of every conversation he would say to me do you feel complete who says that right who asks that of somebody when they're spilling out their heart and soul and venting and just wanting to express themselves who says that and I when he said that to me do you feel complete every time he said that I felt complete because I finally expressed something. Mm-hmm. He made me feel like I was the only person in the room, and I was, and I felt better about myself, and that's how it should be, right? 
So he was my example of this is how people should listen to other people. And so I took that, you know, and I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I interrupt people and, but now that I'm in this business, I try to be more aware mm -hmm. now that I've been trained, you know, and I'm still training to, to learn how to, to be a better mm -hmm. listener. Right. So yeah, that's, that is why listening is so important to me because listening can create a lot of healing, but it also can create great relationships. Oh, totally. Yeah. And it's actually at the base of communication, right? Right. Communication cannot be happening if I don't listen what you're saying. Yes. And uh, if I'm not willing to be actively uh, uh, listening, right? Yeah. Like to be an active listener. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are, you know, so many uh, uh, jobs related to the listening Absolutely. part and so on and so forth. But yeah. what is a listening business? So, I'm, because I'm thinking, okay, like yeah. I listen to you. Yeah. But again, this is not my business. Yes, though, right? yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and actually, I wish the idea came to me uh, be before the pandemic or during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, because oh, so, yeah, you would have had a lot of a work. Lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what? That but that that's still from the statistics and the research that, that I've, see, I've seen. Um, it's not going to stop. There are people that's out so there sweet. who always need someone to listen to them, not just to listen to them, but to listen to them without judgment, um, you know, compassion, empathy, understanding. So uh, my clients that would come to me are people um, who just need someone to talk to, right? Um, there are people out there who, who don't have anyone to talk to, you know, or maybe, for example, um, I don't want to give this example too often, but, you know, there are spouses or partners or boyfriends and girlfriends who, who might have someone uh, in their life that don't really listen to them the way they should be heard, mm -hmm. right? And they need to vent, right? And I know with myself, if my friend is not available, I'll call someone else up to say, hey, can, I just need to let this out. Can I, can you just listen to me? Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't say anything, just let me, don't, don't give me any advice or any suggestions. I just, I don't need a solution. Mm -hmm. I just need to express this, right? So basically your business, yeah. it is concentrating itself on the listening part of human relationships. Absolutely, yeah. Is that a business or I'm wondering who are your clients? Like I can be your client for sure, yeah. but um, uh, without providing any uh, result, what is the final kind of outcome? I'm some kind of thinking, right? When my client speaks? Yes, yes yeah. yeah. When they just come yeah. and they just are there in a listening kind of right, process? Right, right. So my, my purpose and my hope is that when you, when you, you come to me for a session um, and I'm listening to you the way you should be listened mm -hmm. to, I'm hoping that you feel a sense of relief. I hope you feel that there's a little bit of healing, but I also hope you feel complete when you talk to me, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you vented and now you can say, okay, I feel better. Right, that's what I want to hear from my clients. So, mm -hmm. yeah. and I know you envision to offer uh, workshops as well. Yes, yes. So the workshops are related to the listening part. Yes, but not only to individuals, but to companies as well, like organizations yes. and all sorts of uh, uh, eventual collaborations with yes. uh, um, I don't know government. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. That would be great. Um, I actually did uh, my first ever uh, uh, class on listening 
for businesses. Uh, you know, the the most important thing, especially with growing businesses, you know, small business owners, mm -hmm. uh, the big thing for them is to be able to listen to their client. You need to listen to what your audience needs. You know, mm -hmm. that's how you're going to become successful, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it's that that was what I was doing is training these people how to to listen better. So. That would be one aspect. Another would be within the organization is mm -hmm. the communication, you mm -hmm. know, with your, your superiors and the subordinates or even between colleagues and coworkers, right? Um, listening is a communication skill. So it's very important to be successful in, in business. I think that, um, first of all, you also listen to yourself, right? Absolutely. How is that? Path to get to that inner voice of your soul oh and goodness. to basically find that strength to yeah. look in the mirror and to understand in a very intimate way eventually right. what your soul is saying. You know, and I didn't actually start listening to me until this past year when mm -hmm. I, you know, when I went on this journey. Um, and I noticed that it's now that I've gone on this journey, it's become even stronger. So I, I'm listening to my, to my, my instincts or my intuition even more, you know, especially when I make decisions, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, two years ago, even I wouldn't even have known what that was all about. Right. But now I can, uh, especially sitting in silence when you have a question that you need answered for yourself. I, that's what I do is I sit in silence and I listen to what my voice says. And so far, it's in on this journey. It's been an amazing. The answers have been amazing. <laughs> that is lovely. I know mm -hmm. you participate to so many conferences. Yeah. Uh, you're creating speeches already. You started your your workshops. Yes. Uh, uh, in a bunch of organizations, and then you're you you're preparing like to hand out a bunch of information to the people in the community out yes. there to yeah. just promote your business. Yes. And these podcasts actually are part of this listening skill yes. also. So, uh, I'm wondering, uh, when you made that switch from the employee status yeah. to the entrepreneur, yeah. what were the major fears oh my goodness. that you had to overcome? Wow. The first and biggest one for me was having that mindset that I was going to work for somebody mm -hmm. because that's what I've known all my life. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've known for how many years? Oh my I, I'm gosh. not asking your age. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know for how many years you have that mindset because that's also important, right? Right. It's one thing to function like five years in that yeah. mindset or with that mindset and then eventually yeah. or 30 years, yeah. right? Like the switch is even harder. Yeah. Or We're to, talking to make the 20, 20 plus years. That's, that's what I knew, mm -hmm. you know? And then when I, when I met, People who were entrepreneurs, I believed, well, didn't even believe. I just thought, oh, I can't attain that. I don't mm -hmm. know, you know. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm telling you, something happened last year that brought me to this destiny now. So being brave to listen to your inner voice, yeah. that's one thing. Yeah. But how, how do you find the strength and how, how do you know that's the path you want to be on? Again, it's listening to myself. It's like, I can't even explain it. After my friend had told me, you know, it was like the outsider looking in, saying, mm -hmm. Melida, you're, you're not meant to be someone working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. You are meant to be someone working for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when that mindset switched, it was actually a challenge, mm -hmm. right? Because 
like I said, even going through these steps in this journey was all about, well, I can't believe this is happening. You know, I always in the back of my mind thought I'm going to go back to working for somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the fear was that I was probably going to go back to working for somebody else. Right. Um, again, it's all a mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's I, I can't even explain it. What other fears you had to overcome? Like I'm thinking when uh, you start a business, uh, like I, I don't even know where to start. I always had my <laughs> business on the top of other uh, jobs right. that I had. Yeah. So I was never completely only with my business. Right. But I'm I'm that type of person. I'm yeah. functioning in multiple kind of settings. Right. Right. So and I always developed my own thing yeah. aside. Yeah. But now I'm thinking to get out of the employment story. Yeah. So completely out of the status of employee and to be on your own, yeah. that means also financial instability, yeah. being as a single mother. Yeah. I think he, like uh, my biggest fear would always be I wouldn't be able to cope with right. so many right. uh, financial demands for right. school. Right, right, yeah. Um, I guess it helps that I live with my mother, mm -hmm. <laughs> that I'm helping to take care of her and mm -hmm, my, mm -hmm, my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, so I think in that sense there's a sort of security uh but also the support of of the community uh the people that uh that are part of my life who are willing to support me um but also uh the fact that i've found resources that a lot of people don't know about you know when you become a business owner you know thank you again anderson career training institute um i was part of this business program that was free, um, you know, government funded. Um, had I not taken that program, there's no way I would be where I am today that I wouldn't even know where to start to become a business owner. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so just the fact that all these things, when you got my mindset to something, it all started falling into place. So basically you found the resources as a result of you deciding that you want to go on a certain path. That's what happened. And that happened when you listened to your inner voice. <laughs> yeah. So, crazy. Hear her out, guys. <laughs> this is what you need to do, eh? Find some time. Yeah. I don't know about meditation in my case. Yeah. But anyhow, <laughs> find some time and uh, do that internal work with and within yourself. You need to, and yeah. And then uh, yeah. eventually you're going to find all the answers. Yeah, because if you... Um, I've, I've actually known people who, you know, I want to be a business owner, but what do I do? And then, you know, they're... You know, well, just like my friend, she she gave me the idea, but I had to look internally to see if that's actually what I really wanted to do. And it made sense from my own experience, you know, but then you got people who want to be a business owner and they don't have an idea. And then they listen to the first person that tells them what to do, you know, the, you know, this restaurant or whatever. But that's not their real passion. And then it doesn't become uh, something that they're passionate about. It's just like an average job. So. You really, when you become a business owner, you really have to look within. And that's what I did. I did a lot of soul searching. Um, and, and now I know that my message is to tell the whole world, hey, let me help you become a better listener because I tell you, your life is going to change if you become a better listener. Once you decided, I'm thinking, once you decided you want to go on this path, were you listened for, for real um, by the people around you? Like, I mean... Wow. The switch is interesting oh. and the change of status is also um, when it comes to people like your friends and yeah. you know, your family. Yeah. 
people that would eventually rely on you, yeah. right? Yeah. They got used with a certain status yeah. you had and yeah. a certain role. Yeah. And now you don't have that anymore yeah. and you're changing. So sometimes yeah. the change is hard to be managed yes. just because it's, it's changing the, the routine of something. Yes. Right? So yeah. I'm thinking if you've had that uh, type yeah. of experience. Well, for me, um, since I've been on this path, you know, they say that with entrepreneurs, you're a business owner, you're you're working a lot of overtime, mm-hmm. which, as you know, I've been <laughs> I've been doing a lot, managing you know the family and the kids um, and other things as well. But uh, I'm finding that um, when I when I'm on that computer and I'm I'm looking at this stuff about listening, I'm very I'm just like I get it's so enthralled in it. It's just it consumes me, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm part of the uh, inter- I'm a member actually of the International Listening Association. Um, oh, which exists. Yes. <laughs> so you guys are professional listeners. Are you trained to be a professional listener? Um, well, that, that actually association, um, a lot of the people in there are professors or people who want to be better listeners in every aspect of life. Um, and they actually have, uh, they, they do have a program. It's a certified listening professional, mm-hmm. which I am planning to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, in the meantime, I'm, I've, got, I've got all these resources. I'm taking all these courses to be a trained active listener, effective listener. Um, and then this association gives you all that resource, right? As mm-hmm. you, When you become a member, um, um, I also have what they call a, a listening buddy, but I, I, I consider her my mentor and coach. Uh, and she's a wonderful person. Uh, thank you, SA. <laughs> so all these people that helped you eventually in your growth, yeah. in your personal growth, and then eventually the professional growth. Yes. Obviously, they would not have been there if you would not have made that decision to eventually go on this. I totally agree with you. I, like I said, when I set my mind to this, when I, as uh, my program, Acti, had said, when you have set the resolve to do what you want to do, which is do this journey as an entrepreneur, especially in listening, everything, circumstances, the people. Like I've met so many people in the entrepreneur world now because of this decision I made. And they have just been wonderful. They have been so supportive. They've been so inspirational. And then friends like you have been, you know, there even before this journey who support me. It's just, I can't even, I'm so grateful. Ah, that's lovely. <laughs> that is lovely. Well, I, I guess the universe really gives you what you need once Absolutely. you make the decision, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's working um, in many, well, at least you know, based on my personal experiences, yeah. it, it yes. has always been like that. Yes. So I'm wondering uh, because um, people might want to know how how your activity, like your day to day activity, your daily activity, and your routine looks like. So I would like to know, um, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm coming to, I listen, yeah. why and when, if I need what so, type of service, yeah. first of all. Basically, uh, we're, we're open daily mm-hmm. um, and uh, you have to book online, uh, www.ilistencanada.com. Um, if you go into our services, you can book a session with me. Um, and you know, we're pretty much open at 9am till 11. So, um, given that I'm, I have availability, right. Uh, because I do have, you know, I'm planning to do training and workshops as well, but, uh, there's a lot of space. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just 
book when you, when when you when you want to, uh, and it's all online. <laughs> So, um, if I am dealing with whatever uh, hard things I'm dealing in my life, yeah. if I uh, want to be a better professional, right? Yeah. If I want to, um, I don't know, develop some kind of personal skills, mm -hmm. uh, am I booking this meeting with you? Uh, if I want to just be listened without prejudice, without yeah. uh, uh, any kind of stereotypes, yeah. uh, without necessarily not necessarily without being judged but yes. without necessarily having a resolution on, yeah. on my on yeah. my problems right? right right and just to clear up my mind yes. or to structure my ideas maybe yes. right yes. because some of the ideas eventually are going to fall into place yes if you're going to talk about them yes. and if you're going to share them with yes. somebody exactly right? so i find that sometimes when you're even for myself when i have an issue and i, I Maybe I do want an answer, but uh, I just want my friend to listen to me first. Mm -hmm. um, I end up, while I'm talking, figuring out the answers myself sometimes. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, I mentioned that. Oh, yeah, I guess I could do this. And, and then my friend w wouldn't have said anything. They were just there to listen, right? So with my service, you know, hopefully that's one of the other things that you can, you can get out of your session with me is, you know, um, maybe getting more clarity on some of the things that you were thinking about or, you know, as you were talking, figuring things out yourself. Uh -huh. um, but on the training side, I'm hoping that, you know, I could um, take, you know, groups in. I could be, I know I've had a few men tell me, a few actually, several told me <laughs> that they would love to have a session on how to listen better for their wives. So... <laughs> want to train other people the, right yeah um, relationships that's an, an amazing thing yeah. right and um there are many approaches to yes. that right so yeah. we are talking a lot about communication and in all these kind of crazy society yeah. Yeah. when we have all these kind of solutions to communicate yeah. it seems like we talk we talk we share information and then we are on a speedy kind of uh, 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 against yes. the clock and yeah. always on the opposite direction yeah, yeah. And it's uh, so hard to slow down and basically uh, listen to ourselves, yes. listen to our inner yeah. soul, Absolutely. and eventually listen to each other and to the other people. Absolutely, yes, yeah. Okay, so where do I find you, Malaida? Well, you can go on all of my social media, you know, Facebook at I Listen Canada, Instagram at I Listen Canada, Twitter at I Listen Canada. I'm also on LinkedIn and I Listen Canada. And then, of course, I have my website. Uh, iListenCanada.com. So uh, plenty of information. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing from all of you. So, <laughs> well, I'm so glad, Melida, you thought first of all of this idea, and I, I truly believe uh, it is a, a tremendous important skill in uh, basically any kind of type of activity you might yes, have. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm really really keeping my fingers crossed Thank for you. you. And uh, to uh, to achieve your dreams and then eventually to have a nice shape. I think you're uh, uh, full of potential. Thank you very much. And the much. business is full of potential. Thank also. you. So I know there is a listening, international listening day. There is, yes. And uh, we've, we've got some uh, plans ahead for that, that special day. Uh, so that's on the 15th of September, September right? 15th, yes. It's the International Day of Listening. Uh, if you go to my website, actually, um, on their stories, uh, I've, 
I'm going to have updates on that there, but we, we do have a lot of stuff coming up ahead in the next couple of months before that day. So Lovely. yes, yes. Lovely. And I strongly believe we need to be listened to. Yes, yes. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> Thank you so much, Melida. Well, that was a pleasure to you, hang Maddie. out with you tonight. Yeah. Well, tonight, this afternoon, whatever, yeah. and uh, wish you good luck. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you were here to, to spend the time with me and talk about my passion. I listen <laughs> to her and to you. Thank you.